Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Thinker Girl, the podcast. You're listening to Thinker Girl, the podcast, episode 14. You are joined by Stacey June, Danny Poller, and Christy Mercer. Hi, girls. Hey, Hello. girls. How are How is everyone? We're good. I've missed good. you guys. Yeah, I know. I know. What's going on? It's been a couple of weeks to catch up on, hey? I knew, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, um, 14, that's a pretty big number. You say that about every number. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I think you do. Every time. But I do That's like okay. it because I do feel the same, but I hold back actually saying it because I feel like you're every. You're cooler than me. <laughs> no, every number, just I just think it's 14 another number and no one cares, but I get it. I get what you mean. Every time I go, wow, we did it again. Matt, can, when we get to 20, can we pop some champagne or have party blowers oh, or something? Shut up. I wanted to pop champagne at 10. Yes, yeah, she did. gave a crap. She did. Um, <laughs> if you haven't listened to this podcast before, welcome. We are three radio chicks who dump our co-hosts once a week to have a bit of a vent, a bit of a yarn, a bit of a girls catch up, really. And we each bring a gem to the table. Let's do a contents. What do you guys got? Okay, so I'm going to talk about um, playing games to be in a relationship um, and a book called The Catch that my mm. housemate is desperate that I read. I really want to hear about the book. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Um, what about, I want to talk about um, buying a house, whether that will ever be on the card to me in the next decade or so, <laughs> and how I feel, I kind of feel the need to pay my own way since it's come up with um, talking about buying a house and that kind of thing with my boyfriend and how I would not feel comfortable living in his house. All right, cool. Uh, I've got this week that I can, I feel like I can actually physically feel my fertility peaking. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what's it feel like? Is it feel good? <laughs> well, I'll tell you and it's full on. It's okay. really right, full well, on. Let's start with you full on, mate. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, come on. Yes, because Christy's really interested. She wants to know what it feels like. Oh, okay. So I think it was a couple of days ago where, I mean, remember ages ago on the one of the first few podcasts, I think it might have been in in the top, in the first five, um, you guys, we were talking about PMS and how you guys suffer from it. Was it you, Christy, that was saying you get it pretty full on? No, that was you, Dan. I don't get it at all. That's right. Okay, sorry. Yep. So I was, I think I was saying, I wasn't really sure it wasn't too much, but over the past, probably since I turned about 30, I've noticed that that part of my month has really dramatically changed to the point where I can feel it physically. So. A couple days ago, I um, just kind of even put my bra on in the morning and I swear to God, my boobs were so sore. I was like, these are really tender to the point that I was like got calculating back and thinking, is there any possible chance I could be pregnant? Because wow. I was like, this feels really phenomenal. And I feel, I don't know, just really different. So then the last couple of days I've been walking around and I'm very conscious of it and I feel extra emotional. I feel uh, like less turned on by anything. Like I was on a date. Like, you know, there's all these things that have just made me feel like I reckon inside, my insides are like fertile as fuck and I'm ready to 
give, have birth, give child, do all of that. And I can does feel it. Feel it. Weird? Does it feel weird that your body's going, um, baby me up, baby me up, and you're not in a relationship or, or are you okay with that? I, I didn't really think about the relationship thing. I think it's more, I find it quite miraculous that your body does that on its own. Like, because I'm a big believer yeah. in a lot of the stuff that happens uh, physically and sickness wise is, you know, you can really, your mind, mind over matter has a lot to play in things. But I yeah. think there are certain things, particularly, I reckon this is one of the only things that is a time thing. Like it really, you are built the way you're built as a woman. And I feel yeah. like I am feel I actually when they say that this is the best time to have babies I actually I know it sounds wanky and probably far-fetched but I reckon this is I reckon this is my time like I can feel my body saying how do you know that it's a fertility thing how do you how is it just not how can it possibly be that I just get this PMS stuff now like how can I don't know maybe maybe it's a more severe period Nat, because my periods haven't changed. And this is absolute no medical weather. support. No medical support whatsoever. This, this is just is a whacked out theory that I've been thinking in the last couple of days. And I thought, is who the hell could I ever share with this with? And people would listen. And that was this podcast because I don't yeah, think. But we're forced to. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't actually think anyone would even give me seven seconds if I told them in real life. Um, Stacey, what I'm more interested in is okay. So great, you've got the theory that you think you're that I'm 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 fer, I'm fer, um, the fertility <laughs> is actually like a little inside at the moment. Like all these little workers okay. are ready to go. Yeah. How are you feeling mentally about that? Like where? Because I know that I went through a huge like at 27 was the age where I desperately wanted to find the one and have babies. I don't know Did why. Did you? Did you physically feel it though, Dan? Like, safe? Oh, my God. Girls, like, I actually used to... I, I went to a phase where I'd see babies and I'd almost want to cry. Like, I was just so ready. And every guy I dated could smell it a mile See, away. that's what I mean. I wow. reckon our bodies are all... I mean, I think they're around the same time that they're conditioned to say... No, not conditioned. That's not the right word. Built to go, yeah. yep, we're, yeah. we're in the best form we are. We are going to try and get you to do this because this is going to be what we want to do right now in terms of your body. So I reckon it's probably a bit different times, but um, yeah. but it'd be around the same. So 27 to 32, I reckon, from what I've heard. Um, and how, do feel, how do you feel when you see a baby, though? I love babies. I'm clucky. Yeah. I'm clucky. Yeah. I'm really okay. clucky. I was in uh, Target the other day. No, Kmart the other day, uh, and I was get, filling up my soda stream bottles because this is my life. Like, that's my priority on a Saturday is God to go Kmart. Uh, to Kmart and get my soda stream uh, bottles <laughs> refilled. I dropped it on my I dropped it on my fucking toe and I almost broke my toe. So that was the pretty that was the awful bit of that part of the story. But my point is liquid. Wait, wait, wait. Soda stream. What the fuck? It's like homemade soda, isn't it? No, it's mineral water. It's soda water. Okay. It's soda water. It's really important because I I love I drink mineral water like by the liter. Yeah, but what do you get? What do you mean filled at Kmart? Just to fill it with you gas. You've got to go take the gas bottles to be refilled yeah, for 20 bucks. 20 bucks for a refill, guys. Oh, no. So off I go in the work car, because I don't have a car, go in the work car, go out to uh, Kmart to do the soda stream. Anyway, I walked past the baby section, stood in there for a good 10 minutes. Oh, no. What, looking at the clothes? Yep, just didn't think, uh, I feel really sad for myself, just thought, can't wait, can't wait. 
um, this is really cute. Oh, my God, I'm really clucky. Like, I actually thought in the back of my head, I'm clucky as. And I didn't put, question. you know what, wait, oh, I didn't put two sorry, and two together sorry. until you asked me that, actually. I yes. just got that then. I forgot that I had that mm. clucky moment and the sore boobs. Hey, I've got a question for both of you. Would you um, ever consider, if you get to an age and you um, haven't found that right person in your life that you think uh, perhaps you'd want to start a family with, would, have you ever or would you ever consider in the future um, being a single mum and like having IVF I or a I, donor? I think we have spoken about this. Like, I yeah. think you've asked us this before. And I think the reason that I don't freak myself out is probably because it would be a consideration because anything I want... I go for. So mm-hmm. even though it wouldn't be ideal, I know if I really, really wanted it, I'd make it work. Like I do believe mm-hmm. that's one big thing I have for myself. Like I'm a yeah. big believer in myself and making things happen. So that's why maybe I wouldn't be, I'm not sad at this time. Like I don't yeah. feel like I'm robbing myself of anything or I'm going to miss out on anything. I just know that it's not the time for me, but I know my, I just feel like my body is going Oh, well, you should do it right now. Oh, Lord, go, come on, let's go. We're ready, ready, ready. We're ready to catch him. And the catch him oh is the sperm, <laughs> in case you didn't realise. Yeah, all right. Well, see, I don't know. I find that uh, that really that question so hard to answer because I think I, I'm a bit of a dreamer. So my ideal world is that I'd have the mum, the dad, all of that stuff. Same. But I don't know. But, you know, if I got to that stage... You just don't know. Sometimes yeah, I get scared. It? Sometimes I get scared, Dan, by being that positive, like by kind of being like, well, if it doesn't happen for me traditionally, then I could consider doing it on my own. But sometimes I get scared that if I would even have that as consideration, it means that I'm open to it. And to be honest yeah. with you, that's not an ideal scenario for me. Yeah. yeah uh, but at the same yeah. time, I feel like I kind of have to, it might be a bit of a protector thing or something to try and make myself not worry. So it helps me for now. But then I worry about putting that out to the universe. I certainly don't want to attract that. Like I really would like a family. Yeah. What about you, Christy? Um, I mean, it's I, something that's so far from my mind now, I'm not even thinking about. I don't wait know, till you like get it. the sore boobs, man. Far I get right. sore boobs when I get my period normally, so I know how bad that is. That's how sensitive is it? I don't get PM, I don't, oh. the only like symptom PM, of PMS I get is pretty much sore boobs and a bit of a sore back. I don't get like moody or, oh, or tummy aches. Oh, or I hate you and your orgasm for thumbs in one night. <laughs> 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 I can't believe how full on sore boobs are, and mine are so much bigger too. Like mine, oh, yeah. I know they so get bigger. Sore. Mine gets so sore that sometimes, like, I can't jump. Like, I can't run. Like, I used to be a massive yeah. runner, and sometimes it would get so sore that I couldn't run. Can I say um, something? And something else that I also feel, I don't feel hmm. like like this weekend. Um, is my my bestie's 30th uh, and there's lots going on and we've had a lot of events in the last few months and I'm so excited to just go and we can go and dress up and you know party like and just yeah. kind of get our single girl on because she's mm-hmm. a, another like one of the single girls out of my friendship group and I just like today I don't feel like a sexual being isn't mm. that weird like I just don't feel I feel sensitive I feel a bit grumpy I feel all these Are things you pregnant Oh, I don't know. It sounds know. like you've got all the symptoms of pregnancy. That's what I'm... But this is the weird thing. When was the last time you had sex? We're not, we're not doing this. Go do a test now. No, <laughs> no, no. no. I, can absolutely ca- I absolutely cannot be pregnant. No? No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. Hey, have you got um, old mate on? Old mate who? Philip? Phil? Oh, yeah. that's hurtful. Where's he He's 
snoozing no, on the he's shop. Got, he's got but 20 I'm seconds. Talking, <laughs> I'm loving talking about this, but I just, you know, I'm worried about time today. All right, mate. Jesus Christ. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We may as well just bloody wait in silence for the countdown. Okay. <laughs> in <laughs> protest. In protest. <laughs> That was mean of me. Um, yeah, no, no, no. That's your. There we go. Who's coming next, Danny? Are you going to tell us about your book? I'll do the catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, Danny. So, I can't um... wait to hear about your gem. So <laughs> 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 I'm very excited. Continue. All right, let's do this. Um, so my housemate, my old housemate, she read this book called The Catch by Samantha Brett, and basically, I put the book in front of me. It's um. So the cover says, the catch, how to be found by the man of your dreams. And then in the back, it's like, sick of dating guys who want sex and fun without any commitment. Ever wondered how some women always have men chasing them? You have to do that voice. (laughs) I know. These women are what dating guru Samantha Brett describes as the catch, the ultimate single girl who knows her worth, doesn't settle for less, and doesn't get caught up in the whirlwind of the dating game. Anyway, so the whole book is about you know, like you, the the man, a man is designed to chase and you have to let him chase. Like you can't make moves. You can't text him all the time. You can't call him. He has to do everything, right? Really? fine. Like I'm fine with people writing books like that. But I don't know if it's naive of me to think that when I find the right person, there'll be no need for games because you'll both like each other the same amounts. Is that stupid? Is that naive? You'll both like so. each other the same amount. So what do you mean he'll when you chase say games. You. Do you mean that playing hard I mean, to games get kind of thing? In, I mean games is in like, oh, um, you know, he he has. I won't text first, or um, I won't ask him out. He has to ask me out for the first certain amount of months and stuff like that. I my like, theory, I mm, my theory on this stuff is. Okay, so again, like I've said before, it's pretty personal about what you want. And I know from my keeper relationship, like the next one I want to be a keeper, whether it's forever or a fairly, you know, long-term relationship, I want that stuff to come from him. So I kind of may – I don't do that stuff with every guy I meet because I don't think every guy's a keeper. But if I'm to meet the guy, I reckon I would pull back a little bit. Really? Now, yep. do you think, do you think, so this is my theory here. Like, for example, I feel like when I've found a guy that is keen, that's interested, I haven't really even had to play games because he's keen and interested and he's texting me before I even think about whether or not I should text So then him. that's he's the thing. Asking, yeah. yeah, so I just don't think. But I guess, I guess that is a game, game in, its, in itself because it, it's not a game because it fits right. So maybe the game is diminished from it being the right fit. I don't know. But remember, Dan, you've said in previous podcasts that you like that chase. You like a man, mm. you know, to Look, kind I of like. Want... I, I have to yeah. really want the guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm that's right. And then when that. you almost, it's almost like one of my best mates is very much like that. She's, you know, in the market and single and that kind of thing. And she, as soon as she meets a really nice guy who treats her really well and is keen. All of a sudden, she switches off and she goes, no, I I could have him now, but I don't want him because I can. Mm. Do you reckon there's an element of that to it, maybe? There is a little bit. There is a little bit, but I don't know. I just find it, I don't know, I just find reading these books, uh, they scare me in the sense that I think we are past that, or I'd like to think that we're past that. Like women, 
we're pretty powerful these days. I don't know. I think it's scary. A bunch of intelligent women, like my housemate's a very intelligent, independent woman, reading this book that's basically telling her that she has to put herself in a box and follow certain rules. Like, it doesn't feel right inside of me. But I could be wrong. Again, is it, do you reckon this is all stuff to keep us busy while we fight, like while the connect, until the connection happens, like the proper connection? True. Having said that though, I do think they're good rules to have in your own head to kind of set out some boundaries of essentially the kinds of behavior you want to attract. Yes. Most definitely. Because you Most don't definitely. want to be the person that's doing everything. And then some girls are like, well, I'm, you know, putting myself out there and I'm messaging all the time. And it's like, well, are you actually reading? Are you really understanding and reading the messages you're receiving? Because it sounds like it's all you, you know? Hey, Stace, you know how you just mentioned before you go waiting until that connection happens? Do both of you guys really believe that there is? It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. One person on the planet that you're supposed to be with, whether it's forever or just a decent amount of time, do you really think that there is that one person and that's your goal to try and find them and then find you? Oh, that's such a good question. Oh, my God, that's such a good question. It's such a hard one to answer. What do you, where are you guys at? I want to hear your answers first. I don't think uh, so. I, re- I reckon there is I don't, one person. I don't think for me. I don't think for me because I met yeah. one and I, <laughs> I think, think he was perfect for me in the time that we were together mm. and I think I'll meet another one, maybe another two. One of them will be brilliant for that time and there'll be someone that it will be the longest time and it will be the guy that I'll have children with and that'll be the person I grow old with but mm. I can't possibly say that there's only one because that would be diminishing my eight-year relationship and that just I just don't think that that was not anything as important as what will come. The ones that will come and the kids and all that stuff will be more important from status, but really every bit gets you to the next step, you know? But you know when it went on movie, and maybe it's just because we see it so much on movies and TV shows and, you know, books and that kind of thing, that love at first sight, that moment where you see the one and there's that connection and stuff, do you think there's some that are more so that than others? I think it's a personality thing as well, guys. Like, mm. for example, I'll use my co-host Nathan as the example. Like, he's the kind of person that loves being in a relationship, doesn't yeah. really have much of a social group, ha- is not very wo- wo- worldly, like doesn't really want to travel. Like, he's the kind of guy that I think would be satisfied and would, with one person for the rest of his life. Whereas I think, yeah. I don't know, I would imagine with me, like I'm growing and evolving all the time. I think if in the last 10 years I'd had relationships, with the amount of experiences I've had and the amount of growth I've had in the last 10 years, I think I may have outgrown a lot of boyfriends. Yeah, true. 
Maybe you are. Maybe there is supposed to be one person out there for you, but, you know, like everything, what you do and it also, change or change that part. I would love it to be, Christy, I'll be honest with you. I would love that to be the case. That I we think all it, have yeah. someone and it's just time. But I think there them. is that someone, like the one, but it depends how you define it. So is the mm. one the person you marry? Is the one the person you have kids with? Is the one is the one the person you stay with for the longest? I'm sure there's people that have had thirty year marriages with three kids and then they found the one after all of that. Do you know what I mean? They had the proper connection. So it really depends on how that's kind of defined because I just don't think for me, if you tell me it's the person that you have a husband and three kids with and you're meant to have met him by 25, I just don't buy that kind of that theory. Like I think Mm. it, it, it just depends on... You know what? How do you classify what the bloody one is? That's why I don't know if I believe in it. I think there's lots of people that offer connections and they're all a bit separate on their own. But I don't know if any of them are better or worse than the others. I mean, surely there's bad relationships and good relationships, but you know what I mean. Like in a yeah, lifetime, yeah. there's people that you know. I like I said, I thought I was going to get married, so obviously there was something there for me. But mm-hmm. so I don't know how that can possibly. Why the the other one, I guess if I do end up, I still don't know if I will get married. So, you know, I don't know what defines that one is what I'm trying to say. And I think as well with the one, I think even if you did find the person that you thought was the one, I I really believe that there would be work involved in that as well. And I think, like I was saying, back to personality, like are you the kind of person that would want to work on it and all of those factors? There's so many other factors. What about you, Christy? You've asked, you haven't told us. Um, I think... With where I am right now and the relationship that I am in now and have been for the last few years, I really feel that I believe that. But that's based on my own um, kind of experience. And I think that I believe that right now at this time for me wholeheartedly. But whether that's the same for everyone else, I think that have you yeah, can be always different. Have you always believed that? prior to, to being with... Um, no, 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 or... no, in the same relationship, but prior to today. Like, have you always been so sure? Because you met him pretty young, so I would have thought you would have been challenged at some point. I've always been that sure, yeah. Okay, I don't know, about Zane or about, fine, or about um, there being... Well, I think the it's the same, isn't it? Yeah, it would be the same, the one and Zane, because I guess he yeah. is it. Yeah, yeah no, but maybe yeah. before Zane, before Zane then, did you think, hang on, uh, yep, there's definitely one person for someone? You know what? To be honest, I was 18 and I probably hadn't even given it a second thought. <laughs> I had boy, previous boyfriends and relationships, but they would, you know, like exactly the same as 17 and 18-year-old relationships are. Immature and there was that, you know, you know, cat and mouse kind of game and the stuffing around and the double meanings and the stupid fights over nothing. But I think as soon as Zane and I kind of met, I don't know, all of that kind of didn't have any of that. It was just different. And from that time, from probably a few months to a year in, I was like pretty – maybe I hadn't actually admitted it to myself. Thinking back then, I think that I was pretty much – like this is a sure thing, and that's the same oh, way that I, I feel love now. That. <laughs> mm, mm, it's pretty, pretty cool. I'm like a wanker saying it, but Why? yeah, I don't. It's really nice. <laughs> I love it. People's love stories. Will your boyfriend have my baby? All right, let's talk about you and your happy life. No, well, I don't, I'm joking. It's not, it's, it's not 100% happy. It's not 100% perfect. You go, you know, 
It's been bloody hard for us the last three years living um, apart and doing long distance. Oh, I can imagine. And that's probably half the reason you feel so sure, which is even though it is hard, I'm glad that you come to this point because I can only imagine how bloody hard it would be. Because I don't know, I find it, and I'm sure you guys too, because you're living in a place where you don't want to live for the rest of your life. Not to say that it's not great now or for your careers or whatever, but so hard to live in the moment and just to take every day as it is because I feel that I'm constantly living five years down the track or I think, oh, yeah, she'll be sorted and I'll be happy and I'll be with Zane and with family and mates and stuff. So I find that a lot of our conversations between my boyfriend Zane and I revolve around when we do this together, when we buy a house, when we renovate a house together. And because he's a few years older than me, he's at that stage where he could actually do that now. Mm, he's got a decent yeah. amount of, you know, a lot more money or, or a lot more money saved than I do, which is, you know, next to nothing. And we've always kind of said for the past few years when we do this together, and it's only in the last couple of days that we had a talk about it that I was like, shit, I... I came to the realisation that I was like, this is like logistically not going to be able to happen because you've got so much more money saved than I do. It's not something that we're going to be able to do together. And that was hard for me. I guess I've kind of been in denial because I keep saying, oh, yeah, when we buy a house. And I'm like, how am I going to buy a freaking house if I've got no money? And then Mm -hmm. Zane turned around and he was like, yeah, but, you know, when I buy a house, which might be in the next, you know, 12 months or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, you'd obviously live there with me and it would still be our house. And I don't know, I feel really funny about that. And I think growing up, mum and dad have always been hard workers and really instilled that in us. And I've always been someone who wants really wants to pay my own way and I would not feel comfortable living in a house and calling it our house unless I had paid 50% off. No, you can just contribute some rent and he can put it forward to the mortgage. Don't be silly. If you're going to pay someone else rent, you might as well be paying him and if he is the one and you get married, then you paid off the mortgage quicker. Yeah, I know, and he says that. And the thing is, when you do have more money... You can give him half of the um, the first payment that he made or whatever, you know, like there's ways And you could buy, maybe you light. could buy your own property eventually and that would be your second portfolio. Yeah. I don't know, I'm just, you know what it's like wanting to be independent and, you know, pay half I think or if you're paying make your own way. Stuff, yeah. If you're paying half of the mortgage... Um, that's being independent. It's not like not you're to mention, in. like going to pay for everything. You could look at it on the flip side, and if there is a proper commitment there, you know, like you're not asking. You got to look at it the other way. And I'm not saying that you should have this expectation, but some people, some girls, would look at it the other way and say, "Well, if we are getting married and we are committed, and I am going to contribute to some of the rent or some of the mortgage, why yeah. isn't my name on for a third of it?" So you might not have the deposit, but you'll certainly be be contributing to the house repayments, not to mention the hard work and the, you know, the love, sweat and tears you'll put into building the home. Like, it, you know, you could look at it that way. I'm not saying that's the way that I think you should, but there are lots of ways of looking at it. It's not just necessarily about it being you owing just because financially you're not there on the same table. There are lots of other avenues that you could be offering that don't have to mean a financial value. Yeah, you're right. But I don't know, there's, there's still something in me that just goes, you know, it'd be so exciting to live in a house that you feel is yours, to go and decorate it and to, I want, want to put this mirror up here and I want to 
this paint, this wall, this colour. And I feel like if I haven't paid half of that deposit, I don't feel like I could make it my own because it's like, would you mind if I did this to your house? I don't, and I know, I understand and I agree with what you're saying, Stace, but there's still something deep down where I just go, I don't know, I don't feel right and about you, it. And you and Zane has not... This is not something, there's obviously no real insecurities where you guys lie. So is this something that you might need to work on for you? Like, why would you ever feel like in this relationship that is the one that you would ever feel like you were not worthy of that? I don't know. And look, I've got lots of mates that have moved in with their boyfriends and into their, their boyfriend's houses with their rent free and they're like, it's the best thing ever because I can save money and, you know, we, we share bills and groceries, but otherwise they live rent free. And I know logically, of course, that's awesome, but I don't but we're know. Not saying, we're not saying rent free either because I do believe yeah. that you can't, you can't, you can't take advantage. Like no. I wouldn't be like, yeah. oh, it's free. Cool, cool, cool. Like, and maybe it might be that if you did have your own property and, you know, eventually all your assets meant together, but you could totally contribute. And I do think it's important that you have your own money and you do contribute because later on down the track, you'll have one crappy fight and it'll be thrown back in your face and you don't want that. But at the same time, I don't know if you need to be holding on so tight to the dead set equality. Like, is you need Christy, to be a bit more can I, can I ask you a question really quickly? And this is just yeah. a question. Um, is this more about you mourning the fact that you can't get a house yet? Mm. Probably. Do you think, do, do you just, maybe something yeah. like, you just maybe have to own that and work and, with that. Yeah, Danny's right. And sometimes what we do is we hang on to the pictures that we saw. And yeah. the picture that you saw was you guys going in this together, and maybe you're not oh, in the I'm position on you would. Yeah, you need to, really in your tight. yoga class, when you breathe in and you need to breathe the fuck that out, you need to yeah. breathe it right out because. That's my problem. I've got a real issue with picturing things and painting up pictures so vividly. And even yep. if it works mm-hmm. out to be great and yeah. you have a good yeah. time yeah. or your weekend's still good, but it's not exactly that picture you have been yep. freaking obsessing over for the last five days. When it's yep. not that, I get really disappointed and let down and I know that's something yep. I really need to work on. But I can you know talk what? on behalf of Danny and I, and I'm pretty confident to say this, that you'll shake it off as you get older. It becomes exactly. less and less. I was just going to yeah. say. It becomes yeah, less and less. Situation. It becomes less yeah. and less a focus when you start to realise that, A, things don't work out the way you did and sometimes the things that don't work out the way you thought and work out better gives you the confidence to let go a little bit more and you yeah, only get yeah. that through life experience. You only get that, that through time. Is that normal? Like, do you guys in your head have... This is going to sound crazy, but do you have almost like this little fantasy I used to. Life? Oh, yeah, I used to a lot. But yeah. you know what? I actually read an article the other day, and it was um, tackling depression on more of like a spiritual level. And they were saying, this, this guy's theory is that depression is actually a vision of the future and a vision of how things are going to be and when you just when you don't accept it. Like, it can be so disappointing that it can actually drive people to depression. Yeah, because it's not the way that you want it. It's not exactly the way you want it to be, but it's impossible to ever achieve that. Yeah. There's too many contributing factors in the world for you to actually be able to script everything the way that it is. I know, but I have just got it 
I, I could describe it to you to a T, where we'd live, the house we live in, the dog we would have, like it's retarded. And I just... Babe, I, I, know, I hear you. And look, too. to be honest with you, and this is obviously, it's a different scenario, but for me, I hung on to it so much that I stayed in something for eight years that I don't really know I should have. Yeah, I don't wow. regret being in a long-term relationship, but I don't... I wonder if I had have been able to see other things if and, you know, let go of this picture... Uh, that maybe I would have been able to go forward to my life at a different time. I learned that when I learned that, but that was my big lesson Mm. is that (laughs) there's a big picture that I saw that really didn't end up being and it's extremely fucking different to what I've got now, but I wouldn't change it for the world. Wow. Yeah, and the positive of what we do though, I think there's that negative of that disappointment and sometimes not being able to let go and take other things like other options. But the positive is that when you create that vision, you fight so hard for it. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like people that have a vision get more of what they want as well. Yeah, and I guess, look, in the end, you've also got to look at it. I One of the biggest believers I have is the universe presents itself. This has gotten really fucking deep. But the universe yeah. presents stuff to you and you have to make sure you see it because sometimes it may not be presented to you in the way you saw it, but it still gets presented. So yeah, you wanted yeah. a house at this point in your life. You'll have it. It just might not be the way that you wa- you saw it happening. But really, yeah. you've got to look at the joy about the fact that you and Zane have made it considering you've moved around the fucking country for years and now he's in a position to buy a house and if you guys do get married and he is the one, it will be your house. So it just hasn't happened the exact way but you've got to also make sure that you don't miss the moments where you can be grateful because a lot of the stuff has happened the way you like, it's just not specifically the way you asked. Yeah. Hey, guys, I'm really sorry. This is such a yummy chat but I'm at the salon. I've got to go. It's cool because we're almost finished and Chris that she got you at 20 seconds as well so next week Danny's fucking we're fucking her off for a minute <laughs> 40 seconds <laughs> yeah 40, okay even Stevens 40 all right love you girls right. Danny go I'm just love gonna you, let bye. everyone know um if you want to continue any of these conversations or put your Think input forward uh Think a Girl Facebook page is Think a Girls bye Kay bye Christy see ya bye. love ya What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.